1: Presented by T Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're hey, back in the sports bar, danger, and vitaglia. Let's get caught up on all the latest bills, headlines. As we're approaching two weeks out from the NFL draft. Always love catching up with Matt Perino on a Tuesday afternoon, Syracuse Post Standard. Uh, we got Shaq Lawson returning on a one-year deal. Matt, want to talk to you about that defensive line and, and the defense and, and them kind of running it back with the defensive line. But we also want to talk about some of these visits that are happening, these pre-draft visits, and, and wondering if you could share the latest on some of the wide receivers that the Bills have shown some interest in here.
2: Yeah. So I don't know if this necessarily means they're running it back. I mean, these are. These are very low end contracts, guys. I don't think this guarantees anybody a roster spot. If there's an upgrade available, it wouldn't surprise me if the Bills, you know, chase one of these higher end free agents. I put out a tweet last week about all of the edge rushers that are still out there on the market. You know, they love Shaq Lawson. They love Jordan Phillips. Uh, I think they—you saw what you know—a healthy Shaq Lawson can give you last year, and that's valuable, especially if you're not sold in one of your young pass rushers that you're developing, and Boogie Basham and. A.J. Um, e. Abanesa. But I don't think this necessarily takes them out of the market for that, especially when you get to a certain point in the off season, and then that comp formula doesn't uh, necessarily affect things anymore. So I don't know. Like I, I think the Shaq and-, and Jordan Phillips are in case something better doesn't come along type of situation, um, or if maybe this could be an indicator that the pressure is really on those young guys uh, depending on what they do the rest of the offseason.
0: Yeah, is uh, I would figure at some point in the draft they'll, they'll add uh, something. Matt, talking with you last week, I think I came to the conclusion that not only are the Bills going to draft the linebacker, Jack Campbell from Iowa, they're going to trade up here. I mean, like like the, Brandon Bean has shown that if he wants somebody, whether that's Cody Ford, trading up seems to be Bean's mo rather than trading down. Even though last year in the second round, I know Cook, you know, they, they did take that calculated risk. But your thoughts on whether it's Campbell or whether it's one of these wide receivers is the expectation that the Bills are actually going to move up here in round one.
2: I mean, if you're getting Campbell, you're not trading up, in my opinion. I think you kind of sit, lay and pray, and, and hope that he makes his way to you, and that run at linebacker doesn't start. I mean, from what I've heard, there isn't really a first-round caliber linebacker in this draft. As much as you know, we talked about Campbell last last week, and the upside of the player, the athletic profile. I mean, you talk about a nine point nine six out of ten um, Raz score, which is that athletic comp score. That they put together i mean you're talking about the elite of the elite when it comes to jack campbell I mean, they're going to love that about the player but i just don't know if if you have to reach on that player given the fact that if campbell goes four quarterbacks go and all these other players like on the on the offensive line and the and the edge as well you're going to probably get some value You bring you, you mentioned at the top they're bringing in all these wide receivers for visits i mean jordan addison zay flowers jordan addison who they spent some considerable time with back at the combine and he raved about his session with him. If you remember, he said he knocked it out of the park. Um, There, you know, other guys, Jalen Hyatt uh, out of Tennessee, the bills are doing their work at receiver. And this is after they've been pretty active in free agency at that third, maybe that second, third level of free agency. Hardy's got a chance to be maybe that second or maybe even sneak his way into that first tier If he's able to really break out in this offense. Now that's the best case scenario. I don't think anybody's expecting that from the jump. But I I think that it's encouraging if you're a Bills fan that you you wanted them to kind of lean offense. They're doing their due diligence on all these receivers at the top of the draft, Um, you know, and and you go from there. They, They need weapons for Josh Allen. Still, And I think that that's a good sign that they're, they're looking at maybe some of these high-end uh, assets in the draft.
1: Okay, well, these high-end assets probably aren't going to be there at 27, or will there? Will there be one there at 27? I mean, could, could you see the Bills sitting at 27, not having to make an aggressive move up to get one of these guys, or will there actually be one of these guys available for them at 27, should they go that route?
2: I, I think you've got to just roll the dice and, and, and see how the draft is playing out. And they're going to do these mock drafts over and over again, weeks leading up to the draft. And you got to ask yourself, okay, is, are the quarterbacks flying off the board? Do you have three or four going in the top ten? Because that completely then shows you, okay, that's going to push everybody else down, especially if you're talking about around the league, if teams aren't in agreement with these receivers and whether or not there's enough of them with first-round grades, then you're probably getting into that 25 to 32 range, 31 range, excuse me, with the Dolphins not having a first-rounder this year. Um, but you got a couple teams in front of you, specifically the Giants, who are sniffing around the same players that you are,
1: yeah.
2: and you know they operate the same kind of offense that you do, and they're, they're, there's probably a lot of um, you know consistency with the players that they're scouting. So, yeah, if you if you find one of, one of these guys in all of this work that you're doing, all these conversations that you're having, he checks the boxes that you need from a playing perspective, and then you fall in love with the person. You think he's going to be a culture fit to come in here and play opposite Stephon Diggs and with Gabe Davis and everything else that they brought brought in. Yeah, a, a trade-up makes a lot of sense. I saw a uh, – I put it out a couple of days ago. There was a trade-up scenario from Chad Reuter at NFL.com where the Bills go up to 20. You know, a modest jump, seven spots. That'll probably cost you your third, maybe a fourth and a sixth. Maybe there's some there's some uh, pass deals that are in that range. And they and he had him trading up for Nolan Smith, the pass rusher out of – Georgia. And I, and I put it out there to see what people would react to if that happened. And predominantly the reaction was, I'll freak out (laughs) because I think people want that receiver, that offensive weapon. But I'm, I don't know. I'm not ruling that out. If they think they're gonna. If Brandon Bean sits there and says, "All right, I want to take another crack at this," and you, you, you've learned lessons from the players that you've drafted and things maybe haven't worked out, and you you think that you can find another answer on that defensive line, and maybe that ends up pushing AJ Epinesa out of the picture, or even Boogie, who you know, I spent uh, my time out in Phoenix. I, I, I sat down with him for about an hour and a half and ended up putting a story out about him last week and the pressure that he's feeling and all the work he's doing this offseason to hopefully make that next jump. Well, if they're impatient and they want more production on the defensive line, it wouldn't shock me. And I think that's the kind of position that you can keep going back to that well over and over again. And I don't necessarily ding you too much if you're trying to find the next version of a of a you know impactful pass rusher,
0: yeah, we're talking to Matt perino, Syracuse post Standard, who will have an appearance coming up Saturday night we'll talk about that in a little bit um Matt, if we want to debate what's the biggest area need you could say wide receiver, I'd listen to that uh, I'd say linebacker um what's the third biggest need on this team entering the draft
2: um a good question. It's hard because offensive line. I really do like that those you know not super sexy names that they've brought in, like you know the Connor McGovern's of the world, and people had to figure out okay which one is it. There's two of them, and you know telling them apart was a challenge. And then you know David Edwards, you know out of sight, out of mind. He had some concussion issues last week or last year, and so he probably is a much more coveted free agent had that not happened. And they bring him in, and he to me feels a lot like. Darrell Williams did a couple years ago, coming off an injury probably was headed to be a much bigger fish in the free agent pond. than he was comes out, the bills get him at a discount and he comes in and he plays what I thought was borderline, you know, pro bowl at least, but maybe even second team, all pro level for periods of that season when he played right tackle. And he's the real reason that Cody Ford ended up getting pushed inside because he came out and won that job in camp and um, was really good. And I think that they've, they found some real good values um, on their offensive line in free agency the last couple of years, but I still think, knowing what I know about this offensive line unit, if you can go out and get a bona fide dude like a blue chipper, a, a tackle that can come in here, maybe replace Spencer Brown, maybe push him inside, maybe even long term push Deion Dawkins for that left tackle spot. Maybe you know Deion Dawkins getting the second end of his second half of his career, and he projects better on the interior longer term. I don't know. These are questions you have to have inside the building, and, I, and I'm not privy to them. Um, and maybe Deion Dawkins comes back and returns to the 2021 form where I thought he was really good for about a 10-game stretch, maybe top seven left tackle in the league uh, at the end of 2021. He wasn't that last year for any stretch. And so that's a, uh, a concern if you have a franchise quarterback and you have questions about your left tackle and maybe getting Roger Saffold out of the mix is the cure all to that situation, but I just I think when you have a, an elite quarterback, you build around him with not only weapons, but you get really good offensive linemen. And if one of these, if there is a run at receiver and that pushes one of these tackles down, Darnell Wright, uh, even like that Ohio State DeWan Jones, who a lot of people are pushing into the second round, but you know early on in the process was getting some of that first round buzz, or maybe a Broderick Jones from Georgia. I like those ideas too.
1: Matt, we we discussed already the possibility of the Bills selecting a linebacker and filling a need through the NFL draft earlier in free agency. We were thinking, wow, wouldn't it be something if the Bills brought in a guy like a Levante David, a veteran guy who we know can play, could be a mentor to Terrell Bernard and some of the younger guys on that defensive side of the ball having won a Super Bowl with Tampa. Well, we're hearing today that his teammate Devin White doesn't like how things are going with the Bucks and is requested a trade. I wanted to get your opinion, not to put you on the spot, on Devin White as a player, whether or not that would make any sense for the Buffalo Bills, should the Bills be in the Devin White business?
2: I haven't done the dive on him yet. Where's his contract at? Uh,
1: that's a great question. It's at just... last
0: year. He's in the fifth year. It's a little over 10. He'd be guaranteed this year he has the free agency, so he wants a contract Yeah. Bet.
1: So I
2: am of the belief that if you're going to spend that kind of money on a player, and I don't know, $10 million in this, at this stage in the NFL is not huge money, but I think you want to spend that on the offensive side of the ball, and you want to look for developmental pieces where you're going to have cost controlled You know, you're, you're entering a draft here where, even if it's not Campbell, there's plenty of guys that you can, you know, find at linebacker. There's some day three guys that I think there's some evaluators that are excited about them and versatile skill sets. And, oh, by the way, I still think – it's not just lip service. They do like the guys that they have in house. I just think for a guy, if you pull a trade like that, you've got to really love the player. And I think Devin White's been uh I don't want to say inconsistent and I'm and I'm not gonna sit here and say I've watched all of his games. He's good but great.
1: He's good but not great.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and so I, I don't know if that's the one that I'm willing to pull the trigger for and then oh, by the way, you gotta figure out what the next contract looks like for him. So I'd rather find another piece in the draft and continue to kind of like, you know, I think it's probably even a better 2023 um, uh, fix is just to bring back A.J. Klein and have him be somebody that's he started games for you before. He's been really good in spurts for you before. And you have the young guys and maybe you, you hit the position in the draft too.
0: Matt Perino, Syracuse Post-Standard, our guest here in the Sports Bar. Matt, I'm going to ask you a question about a big story over the weekend, and really it is one of the last – danger this is the last time. I don't think we're playing this too many more times, but so let me try to get one more use out of this. OBJ! O.J. Jr., watch. When I was sitting at home and there was nothing but silence, this is what came over me. OBJ! Jr. as we're waiting for that i'll keep you posted i guess congratulations to his agent for making all that money for his clients i mean matt the bills were never in on this at 15 million guaranteed correct
2: you know when? no number one you know when like you get in trouble with your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your husband and you gotta you know fix it really quick. You usually send like a love, a love note, right? But then they're, they're past that in Baltimore. I mean, with the way that relationship is deteriorating. So Odell Beckham Jr. Is that like bouquet of flowers that, you know, they're sending over to Lamar and let like, see, we're doing something like, like see all this fun stuff that's happening in Baltimore. You really want to stay here and we're going to redo this deal. And you're a part of it and all that It makes sense. I don't, I agree with some, some of the early feedback that I've seen, uh, online from some of the experts that i don't know if it makes the most sense and you know he's a good player i think we're at a stage where to give 18 million 15 guaranteed to a guy coming off of two acls and hasn't played in 18 months it's a gamble and it's one that you know do you even have the people in house to you know build an offense around Lamar and whatever this thing is going to look like and maybe they just make sweet music and maybe this is the cure-all and fixes it all Um, but I don't think he was getting that money anywhere else
1: The other storyline that's kind of still lingering in the NFL and I would expect that it would get wrapped up there's no timetable for it to get wrapped up but man it would be nice to know by the NFL draft whether or not Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback in New York or not Do you think a deal gets done here prior to the draft? Do you think they're getting some heat from the commissioner to try and get something done here as the stage gets larger for the NFL here as the month progresses?
2: You would think. I mean, I've never seen so much um, performance art around a move that hasn't even happened. I mean, Joe Douglas talking about it at like at a concert or something. I saw a video clip of that. Like he's on his way, and you know all these players in New York talking about it on social media. It's it's a wild deal, and you know, as this thing lingers, more teams are going to get thrown into the mix in terms of like, all right, well, maybe San Francisco can move some money around and figure it out. I don't know. It's, I, I still am – we were talking about this on the show, I think it was last week. I am not the A-Rod believer that a lot of people are. I don't think this is a vault, vault the Jets into superstar Super Bowl contention Same. by any means. Yeah. So I think to me it's a lot to do about nothing. They got to get a quarterback though, and the only thing is, you're going to go out there and trade for a guy that all of a sudden you're going to be paying fifty million dollars to. It's a it's a wild dynamic, but yeah, you'd like some resolution soon. I feel like, um, you know, it's it definitely impacted probably the Odell Beckham Jr. situation, and that was a funny kind of thing too, right? Like he had this visit schedule, then all of a sudden Baltimore swoops in with eighteen million and is like, no, nah, you're not going anywhere, OBJ. <laughs>
0: Funny stuff. Yeah, so Matt was out in Arizona, Danger, and while you were out down in Florida, like I was the Dan Delorean, our producer, and like I, tell me if this is a pop culture reference you should know because OBJ showing up at the owners' meetings, I likened it to Rod Tidwell in that scene where he's walking Jerry around McGuire. the track. Yeah. Yeah. Dan DeLorean never saw Dan uh, Jerry Maguire. Mm.
1: Right. That's a movie like you see, right? You're asking the wrong guys. I'm the guy that didn't watch Hoosiers, right? I mean, like a yeah. uh, field of dreams. I'm patchy on it. I'm not, I, I like sports movies, but you know, I feel like there's only a few that really, that where the cream really, really rises to the top. Jerry Maguire for me is one of them. I love that movie.
2: Jerry Maguire is a goat of goats. Yeah. Uh, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got the football piece, the business piece, the star power, I mean, that was Cuba Gooding Jr. just absolutely in his bag, in his prime. Uh, Tom Cruise as well, I think, like the dynamic between the two of them. Um, that's one of my favorite movies of all time, sports. And
1: elite Kelly Preston, rest her soul, <laughs> right. in her prime. I mean, just She's so, gone. That's yes, right. Oh, my god. Just gosh. so so many great performances in that movie. Anyways, Matt, I know that uh, that you're a busy guy. you got a lot going on. you got a big uh, appearance happening this weekend as well. Yeah, Saturday at Wingnuts. Tell
0: everybody, because we have people that listen in from Buffalo, man, people in Rochester that would make the drive out.
2: So, yeah, it's uh, Wingnuts Saturday night. Um I'm actually at Guitar Center right now, uh, finalizing our in house our new in house setup. So you're gonna have hopefully a entirely new um in house experience. It's been mostly like um podcast only where you you'd come and hang out, but when the podcast was happening you couldn't really hear it, which was not great. Oh, you so need a sound system, have,
1: yeah. Yeah, get your PA yeah, system so we, up.
2: Yeah. We we're gonna have it hooked up. You're gonna be able to the whole live experience and what's funny is I got I got booked, uh, Joe Bascalia from the Athletic. Nice. Um, he's going to be the show. I I was going to book Gino, but I didn't know if I could rely on him to show up. So wow. I went with Joe B. Wow. All right. All right. You See know. Next
0: time. You, you know. Maybe next time, Matt. Maybe next time. You know. You you make comments like that, Matt. And I might Gino, just show up. Gino
1: might just show well, up. You don't wedge know. his foot in the you door. You don't know that. that, would
0: that, nuts. that I, I wouldn't. I'd listen, that would be it. Would be welcome, but I'm sure Matt would be embarrassed if I just kind of showed up, like, "Hey, I'm here as the guest," and then no, <laughs> no. We have
2: three. We have three microphones, and one for me, one for Ryan. I'll take that one from Joe B. from him for about two seconds. Pretend to give it to Gino, and then give it right back to Joe. Wow. I thought, you know, going, oh, Come on, let's let's Whoa. be honest. <laughs> you, you stiffed me one too many times, Gino. All right. <laughs>
1: Matt, you're the best. We'll be listening to The Shop Podcast and uh, looking forward to the appearance on Saturday where Gino might just wedge his foot in the door. We'll see. Love you, boys. Take right, care. Take care. Out. There he is, Matt Perino, Syracuse Post Standard, getting the latest Bills news there. to that is on the way next in the Sports Bar. Takes on tap, Gino. Yeah, so we've got uh, stories here that uh, we can get to.
0: Um, in fact, like it was a good point. I went on the Bink Show in Kansas City on yeah. Friday, and I didn't get a chance to go over one of these questions through through my direction He asked me, who's the surprise team this year in the NFL? Yeah. well, I'll tell you what my response was. Okay. Um, Also, oh, things are going for bad to worse in Syracuse with the portal. Uh, And then not only that, but uh,
1: your your top boosters – hit so like yeah the the Syracuse story ain't good here um I want to go a little bit deeper in the uh, Devin White trade requests out of Tampa Bay there and why the Buffalo it just doesn't make sense if you're the Bills to to go this route uh we'll get into that and also a six-pack in the sports bar my best bets tonight in the NBA NHL and the uh, Major League Baseball schedule tonight. It's called the Danger Zone. Danger, Will
3: Robinson. Danger. I'll
1: drink to that next. In the sports bar, Danger and Bataglia, the fan Rochester. It all gets underway tonight. The NBA playoffs, they are here. You could turn crossovers into cash with FanDuel. It's Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Visit FanDuel.com slash Mike. Do it now. Place a $5 bet and you'll get an instant $150 in bonus bets. Win or lose. I'm going to give you my best bets for tonight's action here in just a little bit here in the Danger Zone, but know that when you win, you'll be uh, getting paid instantly in an app that is safe, secure, super easy to use. There is no better place to bet all the playoff action this season than America's number one sports book. Just go to fanduel.com Mike. Sign up. Get a $150, $150 in bonus bets when you bet your first five bucks. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus, a physically present in New York. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com com For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny four six seven three six nine
3: Odyssey has sports for every
1: fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y.
3: Odyssey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or...